G'day team. Welcome back to the U Project. This is the conclusion of my conversation with Dr. Jody. Uh, hope you enjoy it. So you mentioned earlier, and I said I'm going to come back to it. Um, so here I am. I've just reversed the uh, the conversational car back up to minute eleven. <laughs> um, progesterone. So are you telling me that as you know, as men get older, growth hormone and testosterone drop? And there are certain cognitive, physiological, emotional consequences of that potentially, and so too with women, among other things, but progesterone and estrogen. And and so is, you said, did you say progesterone somewhat protective? Mm. And so does that mean, is there a relationship that's been demonstrated between lower progesterone and higher anxiety? Yes, yes. And, and we know that it's as progesterone changes through the menstrual cycle and also through menopause, uh, that it it does have a significant effect on mood and on anxiety. And one of the other things with women as well that's worth mentioning is that we manage our problems in a different way to men. And so the, the kind of the problem-solving strategies that we use are mm. different to men and the way men tend to, you know, I mean, we laugh about men are from Mars and women are from Venus and, um, but women can tend to ruminate yeah. and we can tend to internalise, whereas men will more likely have a proactive kind of problem-solving approach when things are going wrong. And so that can also contribute to the likelihood of women struggling more with anxiety right. over a lifetime. But we can learn, you know, these are skills that can be learned. And, you know, I think that we all kind of long for a a little lull in the week or the month or the, you know, to turn the corner and for things to be quiet or for there not to be any spot fires to put out or big big fires that are kind of mm. continue to burn in the background. But the reality of, of life as an adult is that there's always going to be something that's sort of, you know, has the potential to detract from the quality of our day-to-day life if we're focusing on it. Mm. And so we need to turn our attention to problems and mm. and actually, you know, work on things that need working on, but also be able to recognise when there's worrying about something is not going to make a difference, it's not helpful, and then it's it's about, you know, turning our attention to things that will that will be helpful in that moment or over time, but it's um it takes practice. Yeah. You know, it's funny when we think about, you know, anxiety because it's it's not just a, you know, it's a psychological, emotional, um, physical kind of thing that we deal with. And then you think about, so then there's the pharmacological kind of route, which is required for many people, of course, you included, but then on top of that, there's all the other lifestyle, um, behavioural kind of things that we can do to mitigate or help. Um, so I'm going to give you a bunch of, I'm just going to give you a word or two, and then I want you to tell me out of 10, one being not relevant or important or won't impact at all, that's one, 10 being it's really potentially important and could, for better or worse, affect anxiety levels. Um, so we're going to start with the obvious one. So just one to 10, then we're going to circle back 
and we're going to unpack one or two. So one to ten, exercise. Ten. Okay. <laughs> I'm not shocked. One, <laughs> one to ten, food. Ten. Really? Mm. Didn't expect that. Hey, everyone, I didn't expect that. Uh, Dr. Jody, one to ten. Now, if you just joined us, what the fuck is he talking about? We're talking about things, variables that may impact uh, for, you know, small or big um, anxiety. Sleep. Oh. I bet you want an 11 now, don't you? You're like, fuck, I shouldn't have gone with 10. No, I know. Did you fuck yourself up? You go, can I have a 12? Yes, yes. All right, do you want to make that an 11? I want to make that an 11. All right, so that's an 11. See, there are no rules here at the U Project. Fuck it. We can, and also, you're the only real scientist here. I'm still fucking stumbling. (laughs) I'm still stumbling in the dark. All right, so food, 10, exercise, 10. Sleep 11. (laughs) Sleep 11, by the way, everyone. This is not going how I thought it would. Uh, (laughs) That's okay. Um, Now, here's a couple of, well, uh, socialization. So we can chuck under that relationships, connection, love, you know, family. So oh, let's just put this all I under don't the. I like the, this. I'm the, not liking the rating scale. It's really important. Well, I'd you put it feel up free eight, to make it a twelve. A okay, yeah, yeah. What do you want really to make important. it? I want to make it. Oh golly, I want to make it a nine. Okay. So in other words, it's the least important. Everyone, that's another way to look at no, it. No, well, um, <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm just using your numbers. Can, <laughs> hey, don't get anxious. All right. Um, here's another one. Here's a couple of red herrings. <laughs> um, I've got three red herrings. Okay. And this is going to be the answer, I think. This is one of those ones where it, it, for some people, very important, for others, not. Animals. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you're right. Very important for some, not important at all for others. Um Like I'm, the fact that they, they yeah. give, give, you know. They co-regulate. Dogs, to pe- people with PTSD and that yes. are, and like I've heard many people say, essentially, you know, my saved their saved, life, saved my life. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So Look let's at- just say depends. All right. Yeah. Um, here's another one, which is again, uh, context dependent. Um, faith slash spiritual life slash mm. religion. I feel for mm. many people having belief, having a faith, being even belonging to a group of, let's just use the term believers, whatever the faith, denomination, religion. Yes. I think for some people that serves a really positive purpose. Oh, absolutely, without question, without question, because that can, I know we're not meant to be unpacking yet, but that can that can speak to this idea of control, yeah. that this is, that I can let go of trying to control this because there is a higher power perhaps that yes. might, you know, that that they might turn to 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 sort of put it in their hands. And yeah. so, yeah, that can be incredibly important for some and 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 not for others again. Do you know, and the last one I'm going to say, um, I'll tell you in a minute, but it'll come out in what I'm about to say. So one of the things I, you know, like I'm 60, everyone knows that, but, from the time I was probably about 
25 or 6 when I opened my own centre. Now, mm. all of a sudden, I'm a boss, not a good one. I'm a manager, not a good one. I'm a leader, not a good You know, I'm figuring it out. And I've still got L plates on and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how do I run a business, grow a business? How do I be everything from the the bloke who changes the bog rolls to the bloke who's kind of the business development manager and all that shit, right? Everything. And I remember sitting talking to quite a lot of my, at that time, wealthy, high-ish profile, successful clients. Back in the day, um, primarily my clients were, um, if I'm being honest, just wealthy people who, and a personal trainer back in the day was a real luxury. It's a bit different now. Um, but in the 19, you know, like when I started training people one-on-one -on -one for Doe, it was 1987, 88, right? And then when mm -hmm. I opened my center, it was 1990. But I remember talking to my clients who were from the outside looking in successful, but yeah. from the inside out, they were a fucking train wreck, as you know, mm -hmm. right? So uh, from the outside looking in, all Hollywood and razzle-dazzle and shiny, but also um, when I would talk to them away from all the bullshit and it's just me and them and we're outside, we're going for a walk and I just sense stress and anxiety and overthinking and I hear about the lack of sleep and then I hear about the three different medications for stress, anxiety, sleeplessness, all that stuff. Um, mm. And one of the things I would do is I would sit down with these people and say, do you like having fun? And they'd look at me like I was weird and I go, mm. you know, well, do you like having fun? They'd go, of course. I go, do you like laughing? Of course. Do you like, you know, just being silly? And of course. And I go, so what's your fun strategy? And they would go, what? I go, tell me what you do, which is just there's no deep meaning. It's not to make money. It's not strategic. You're not trying to build it. It's just fun. And the answer is usually they would they would blank because they didn't have a fun strategy. And it was and they wouldn't want to say it, but it was almost like, well, I don't have time to have fun. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing all this important shit. I'm like, yeah, I know you're building a business and brand and you're rich and you're and all of that. But in the middle of that, there seems no joy. Yeah. Like there seems no fun. There seems no laughter. I I, you know, I really I get a lot of things wrong, but I think one of the things that I'm good at is I laugh a lot. Mm. Fucking laugh a lot. I love comedy. I love humor. I love stupidity. I know I don't resonate with everyone, but if I can take the piss out of my mates or they take the piss out of me, make fun of me, I'm like fucking, as long as it's not nasty, yeah, bring it on. You know, and the more of that for me where I'm laughing and my I'm changing my brain chemistry because I'm also the guy that has a talk with someone at, on average probably once a day whose life's falling apart and it's no. a very heavy conversation. Mm. And you can only do so many of those before that affects you. Mm. So there's got to be a swing of the pendulum. Yeah. I'm not really asking you a question, but just I guess that idea of just having fun and just intentionally doing things that are going to, you know, make us laugh, give us joy, uh, and to do that without feeling guilty about it. I know. And give us just pleasure. And and those activities can be even activities that are just for the sake of doing them. Mm. And there's it's not about learning. It's not about professional development or productivity. And the one thing that I like to do is paint by numbers. And that wow. is because creativity 
abounds in me when it comes to how I can support people in my work. But when it comes to putting a pencil in my hand or a paintbrush, um, paint by numbers is the way to go because it reduces stress <laughs> and it's it's unless relaxing. You go, it's unless calming. you go over the lines and then you. Oh park. my gosh! You know, I'll tell you they've they've gone now that from the house that um, our daughter Maka she loves doing them with me. And I've let go of perfectionism a long time ago, but, man, I want to do my own paint by numbers and she always wants to join in, which is gorgeous, and I always say yes because she's 13. There'll come a time when she doesn't want to have, a, you know, probably mm. much to, to do with, with getting a paintbrush and sitting at the table with me. But And we just get these from Kmart, by the way. They're not expensive. But um, she goes out of the lines and it drives me crazy. And <laughs> <laughs> But... It's more important that we do these lovely things together, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I think I love what you said and and I think it's it's good to also open it up to doing things that you might not be, you know, laughing or feel joyful, but you can have that quiet sense of calm and peace and relaxation and we don't do it enough. Mm. And I worry about what that's teaching our kids mm. because if we and I – I, I need to do more of it. I have some things that I can do and paint by numbers is one of them. We've got this little cute little IQ. It's not an IQ test or anything, but it's a little, it requires a bit of, it's a little puzzle that requires uh, some problem solving and you, there's 120 different ways you can set it up and mm-hmm. solve the puzzle kind of thing. And I did a few of those this morning and I really enjoyed it and it was just for the sake of doing it. And sure. When we as adults can do that around others, uh, we're doing something for ourselves, but we're also showing other people around us, it's okay to stop. Life is, it passes us by so fast and we've all lost people in our lives too Mm. early. Yeah. And what are we doing? Like if we can just sort of stop and say, what are we doing? Like we want to have purpose and you Mm. and I love what we do and we, you know, we we. We don't, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but it doesn't feel like work for me. Like I'm kind no. of on holidays, but I, I love sitting at my laptop. Well, what I'm doing right now is work. How ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we're sponsored. This is a job. You know, I want yeah. to tell you something that's mildly amusing. So I'm just about to run two studies for my research. And um, by the way, everyone, I need some subjects, uh, participants. So stand by. I'm going to be asking you to help. No pressure. Um but one of the one of the online things that people are going to do is a um, an inhibition control exercise. Yeah. So basically, and yesterday I went through it, and, and you kind of get a rating slash score at the end. And what happens is it'll say like just very fundamental to go when the letter S comes up, you know, tap the space bar, mm-hmm. you know, but only for the letter S and all these things, you know. Then it goes um, the letter R. And the letter T, but only those, right? And mm. and you know, and then it'll say, then it'll have say um RST, but you can only click on um the next letter in the sequence. So if R comes up, then it needs to be an S that comes up yes. next. Right. So anyway, the bottom line is I'm doing this just to see how it's going to work functionally for our group. And then I realise, oh, I'm getting evaluated. All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm in my office by myself. No one in the world is going to know or see this score. By the way, I fucking crushed it. Um, 
No, that's not true. I didn't at all. But I'm so competitive <laughs> and I'm so competitive with myself. So yeah. it went from being a completely relaxed kind of just incidental process of me just checking out this program that I'm going to use to me sitting up straighter, switching on, trying to summon all of my focus and mental capacity to get this thing I'm like, I just created my own anxiety experience <laughs> in, in the middle of something that really doesn't matter. Yeah, triggered by a thought when oh. you when you when you you realized, oh, like, oh this there's gets gonna scored. be a yeah, yeah. this gets and scored. like yeah. on the on the trillion to one chance that someone somewhere someday is gonna see my score. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. much ego and bullshit is that? Hey, um, we love chatting with you. Tell people how to connect with you, find you follow you, um, the name of your two books, and then also uh, what your third book, book might be about. Oh, well, you can find me drjodyrichardson.com, D-R-J-O-D-I richardson.com. And, yes, and then, yeah, same on Insta or Facebook or LinkedIn. Please connect. Podcast name? Podcast name. You know it. Go on. Well, hello, Anxiety. <laughs> yes. Well, hello, Anxiety, the podcast. and. Yeah, so the books are Anxious Kids and Anxious Mums. I'm actually very excited because on the 16th of Jan, I'm launching my first online course. Wow. Not something I've done before, and it's called Well Hello School Anxiety, and that's a live course, but it also will be available. Uh, it'll be recorded and be available afterwards. Um, yeah, to oh, support- Such a good idea and so relevant and so timely. Oh, look, look, it's it's a huge challenge and a lot of- when it gets out of control, it ends up as school refusal. And this is not a school refusal program. It's all about the different ways anxiety can show up around school for any age, primary or secondary. So that's something else to have a look at on the website. Um, but yeah, is it any good book- for PhD students stumbling into their fifth year? <laughs> fifth year? Oh my gosh, that's gone. For- that's gone by in a blink for me. Not for you, I'm sure. I'm in my fifth year. You're in your like fifth year. November two was the start oh, of my fifth was year. Was it really? Gosh, yeah. congratulations. Oh, that's not true, November 1, because I started oh, November 1. So, yeah, it just clicked over, yeah. Oh, wow, Craig. Ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyone who, with anxiety will take a lot away from it. Um, but, yeah, that's what it's it's designed for, school-related anxiety. Um, the third book, I've, I'm giving a lot of thought to this. So I've actually designed, and they're, they're all beautifully designed, uh, I've, I've written them, created them. I've got a deck of cards that I'll be releasing uh, in the coming months, which are to help families sort of identify, understand and identify anxiety in their kids, have some strategies. And also once you've kind of identified what's showing up for your children, you can take those cards to the GP if you need extra help. So mm. that's something else I've got coming. But the book, I'm not, I'm not sure. I am speaking with my publisher and it's just kind of percolating away. So I, I won't I won't put anything out there just yet. But I've got an idea. Oh yeah, go on. It's not in your wheelhouse exactly. Oh, really? It's yeah. kind of, but I reckon it's gonna be a big seller. I reckon it's gonna be the next thing. I think you just should call your book Anxious Blokes. Mm. Because there's a lot of attention on women and kids mm. uh, in this space as evidenced by what you do, but yeah. also half the world are male, yeah. give or take. 
And as you said, you know, it's maybe not the same number, but still it's a lot of people. So I think we should workshop that idea. Mm. But you're not a bloke, but you still work with blokes. Yeah, I do. And I'm married to one and I birthed one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're pretty much a blokeologist. All right, you think about that. I will. And if you've got any ideas, just send them through to Jodie. Uh, Or drop into her house. She's very welcoming. (laughs) Um, And her home address is no. (laughs) All right, see ya. See ya. Thanks again.